Previously last week, the heroes made it into the Wizards of Wine winery and were treated to the hospitality of the Mardikov family, a bloodline of were-ravens who have been battling the forces of Strahd for generations. While you indulged Davian's story of the most recent assault, you heard the forest rustle with unnatural creaking as an army of forest blights descended on the humble farm. Raining rocks, people, and death in general, you beat back the assault just to find that Strahd had been feeding on Irina during the commotion of the Fiend. We return as the heroes approach a fork in the road, riding a covered wagon stacked high with wine barrels. The sign ahead of you reads, uh, Kresk, pointing west to your left. Berez, a faded signpost, uh, points south. And more uh, signposts uh, further down the thing, uh, facing east for Velaki, Ravenloft, and the village of Barovia. Probably explain that a little bit better. Um, yeah, so you guys, on uh, your way out of there, were given a covered wagon full of wine as Davian's been trying to deliver a lot of these different wine uh, deliveries but they haven't been making it to their destination so he figured uh, send one on your send one out with you guys since it's uh, going in your general direction anyway alright we're heading to Ravenloft, correct? Well, uh, yes, that is where I would like to go, as uh, I think it would be a great idea to go and uh, respond, at least, to Strahd's invitation. He has asked for us to arrive at Castle Ravenloft as guests. Uh, out of nowhere, uh, like, crawling up out of the back compartment, like, out of a chest, is... Um the gentleman you guys met in the Amber Temple. What was his name? <laughs> Vilnius knew this poor gentleman, half his scalp is missing, like the side of his face is just given way to pustules of uh, magic flame. He got burned, uh, the apprentice to the wizard who the flame skills Turned into a human torch. Yes. Might I ask what you are doing here? Oh, uh, just fulfilling my destiny, sir. I think that we were invited to Castle Ravenloft, but I think it behooves us to go. I mean, we wouldn't want to disappoint Strahd, would we? That completely avoided my question. Yes, I'm a rather slippery one, aren't I? Oh, shucks. Why are you still following us? 
shit, shit, he's on to me. Um, um. Oh, hey, hey, well, uh, what's, what's uh, your place here in the group, pal? I don't see why you were uh, electing yourself a leader. There's this weird closet demon thing on his shoulder that kind of leaps over to his other shoulder as he spits back an accusation at you. Aries is to lean forward and narrow his eyes at the small demon. <laughs> I never said I was leader. I'm just asking questions. No, of course not. That's because I am the leader of this group, and I say that we head to Kresk immediately to make sure that we deliver this wine here, and uh, to maybe perhaps find safe haven for Irina. Arius will turn his cold glare over to Rictavio. Sam, Sam, where are you? I need a equally large base to feel on par with this one here. Now that I can't agree with, I'm sorry. I don't see you as a leader of our group. That's fair enough. I mean, I only have all the ideas and have protected everyone, ensuring their safety as long as we've been together. But sure, now I'm not the leader. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Really? What was the last thing you struck with your blade? A dog, right? Um, no, no, uh... Well, I'll have you know that uh, and the last person I struck was Strahd himself. We were doing battle with each other. It was a most serious and dangerous moment. I nearly escaped with my life. I wounded him quite severely, though, yes. How long ago? Oh, well, you know, over over eyes. It's uh, difficult to tell time and it passes here, I tell you. Recently, no doubt, yes. That's what I thought. <laughs> you can keep quiet. Thinking uh, better of his uh, fighting acumen, he uh, reconsiders his position as leader and uh, steps back into the background. Now then, as I was saying, Arius will turn his attention back to the apprentice. Why are you still following us? Well, I may have someone to rescue at the castle, Ravenloft. If I was to be completely honest with my intentions, I would say my sister has been turned by the vampire. If it isn't too much trouble, I would ask that your help in rescuing her and perhaps seeing that her soul is freed from his domination. That's fair enough for me. A more nobler intention than... Well, I guess he has no intention other than just to follow. Slight glance over to Rictavio as this is mentioned, but otherwise... I'm not a tag-along. I'm providing valuable security. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And in the case, where to then? Only the of the group. 
As much as I hate to say it, I do believe we should honor her agreement with the family and get this shipment to Kresk. Onward to Kresk, then! Kinda snaps the reins of the wear of the covered wagon and you start moving off down to the west to Kresk. So you guys are heading over here from this uh, little intersection right meow over to the west of Kresk. And as you do so, you look over to the right and you see Rictavio looking out over Lake Baratok and you see a tiny island. On the tiny island in the lake, there's a small, somewhat of a walkway that leads out to a windmill that is, uh, looks like it's seen better days, but Rictavio looking out over the lake says, Oh, yes, that's my pride and joy right there. That is the home base for vampire hunting in all of Barovia. Look and gaze upon it. That is Van Richten's Tower. Which is you, what you guys see passing uh, over Lake Barovia, kind of like, kind of like right over here, right up and over there. Interesting. So Anthony's from um, Barovia. Would he know anything about this place? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you, man. Uh, you would know that that right. is a somewhat magical and intermittently abandoned giant windmill. Intermittently abandoned. Interesting. Yes, I found it all there, standing all by itself, and immediately deduced that it was an excellent fortification point. Yes, I took it, and... Uh, using it as a home base, discovered many of the secrets in relation to Strahd. Yes, that is a powerful and mighty home base, if I do say so myself. What kind of secrets? Powerful, I can't say directly to you. It'll baffle your brain and drive you to madness, lest, uh, lest uh, nothing been left to chance. But I will say to you, that you best consider yourself lucky to be an ally of mine, else you find yourself on the wrong end of my magics. Arius, who's just kind of like sitting in his chariot pulled by two hellhounds, or four hellhounds, and a dire wolf is just kind of leaning on the front of it, just like looking at him unamused. <laughs> It's completely unintimidated as you have a sled team of demons. <laughs> wait, I, wait, hell, wait, are hellhounds devils or demons? It's important to make this distinction. That is, yeah. They're good boys. Good dogs, that's what they are. They are devils. Uh, naturally, naturally, thank you. And off the smoking hides of these devils, the air rippling from the heat, you look up to see the road branches north and climbs a rocky enscrapment. And another gatehouse built into 20-foot high walls of stone reinforced with buttresses every 50 feet or so. 
The wall encloses a settlement on the side of a snow-dusted mountain spur. Beyond the walls, you see the tops of snow-covered pines and thin white wisps of smoke. The somber toll of bells come from the stone abbey that clings to the mountainside high above the settlement. The steady chime is inviting, a welcome change from the deathly silence and oppressive fog to which you have grown accustomed. It's hard to tell at this distance, but there seems to be a switchback road clinging to the cliffs that lead up to the walled settlement of the Abbey. You guys continue to approach. The air grows cooler, colder as you approach the walled settlement. Two square towers with peaked roof flank a stone archway into which is set a pair of 12-foot-tall iron-bound wooden doors. Carved into the arch above the door is the name Kresk. The walls extend from the gatehouse are 20 feet high. Atop the parapet, you see four figures wearing fur hats and clutching spears, watching you nervously. Good day. Uh, good day. Good day. How are you? Well, I can't say that I'm all right, but I'm alive, so I guess that's something. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. I like being alive, too. I mean, it's really all I know, so I can't complain about, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty content with it. Same as you. Um. Mind if we come inside, don't worry, my dogs won't bite unless I tell them to. You see her disappear back over the ledge for a second. I want to come inside. Don't let him in. Kind of let him in. Just don't worry. Yeah, okay, we'll let you in. Uh, one second. No worries. Takes a second, but after a while, these heavy wooden doors open through the ice and the snow and you guys all gain entry into Koresk. Doors close behind you. The misshrouded village beyond the wall is nothing more than a scattering of humble wooden colleges along dirt roads that stretch between stands of snow-dusted pine trees a lot of trees, in fact, as uh, to constitute for the forest. To the northeast, gray cliffs rise sharply and the road winding up to the abbey that perches and looks down at the rest of the village is easy to see at this vantage. A quaint town reminds me of home. Yes, it's interesting. They seem to have everything they need to sustain themselves within the walls. See some pigs and some chickens. Modest little farm. You don't see any large-scale production as everything has to be contained within the walls, but of the different villages you've been to so far, this one does seem to be pretty well-staffed if having a little bit of a prepper vibe.
we were we told where we were supposed where in Kresk we were supposed to take the wine? You figure you'd be pretty good off be going uh, to either the end or the Burgermaster's house, as it probably get to the right spot, either of those locations. Head to the end. You guys make your way through the city, and, uh, other than the general depression, seems all right. Seems all right. You guys make your way to the end, which seems to be the um, hungover horse's head. Interesting name. Making your way in, you guys find yourselves as the only customers. It is empty. Other than the bartender, there's no one here. Good day. Good day, how are you? I'm alive. Could be better. But that is of no consequence. We are here on behalf of the Wizard's Winery, I'm making a delivery. Oh my god, I'm very happy to see you, friend. We had uh, just about given up hope, hey, bring it around the back, my god. Alice! Nolanda, please come out and help. We have guests, so they bring us the wine. Couple humbly looking women come uh, down from downstairs and begin to uh, help offload and take the wagons down. They start rolling the barrels through this elaborate contraption, which tips them over on them side, uh, not completely, more like a 45 degree angle, and rolls them on a single edge of the casks on this winding, almost pneumatic tube system. Grace will help as much as possible, but he's not the strongest fellow. They show you how to twist the barrels into the position of this, like, peg, this pego contraption, and you watch as it <laughs> rolls down this odd mouse mousetrap like contraption. That's quite handy. Yes, well, you got a little bit of time in Barovia. You might as well get put it to good use, eh? I know use breaking your back every time you got to get the barrel around, eh? That makes sense to me. Right about this time, when you guys finish offloading, walk back around in the front, and one of these uh, fellows, the big strong gentleman behind the bar. <laughs> Pops off a cork of one of the barrels and takes a smug. Oh, well, I uh, see it's a great match number four. I, um, we're glad to have something, but uh, I guess something's better than nothing. You know, what? we're glad that we just had the shipment to come in. You know, we should expect nothing more. Indeed. It's going to bite a little bit, but it's better than being thirsty. And he pours out drinks for everyone, including the dogs, and you guys are fed and watered. Various does not partake of any of the wine. Noted. You are... You're like questioning, are you sure, friend? And Yes, I am sure. Uh -huh. You raise an eyebrow, but Anthony they respect. Anthony takes Ferris' 
<laughs> a Anthony takes Farius's wine. Well, your girlfriend who is not one, not here we go. But you are not pushed into it otherwise. Your choice is respected, and you guys pass a couple of moments. In relaxed silence, anyone who would like to take a short rest may do so. Roll up some hit dice. And at this point, the door is going to slam open. That's what a door sounds like. And a jolly fellow, a big round gentleman with very fine clothing comes in, walks almost directly through your group and up to the barkeep. Mishka, you've gotten the beer. When did this delivery come in? This is good news. I was beginning to... I was beginning to feel the worst. I, this is great. I bought me a glass. Bought me a bag with you. Yes. Hello, all of you. My name is... What is my name? What is my name? My name is Baron Kreskov. I am the Burgermaster of Kresk. How are you all? I am most appreciative of what you've done here. Just doing what is asked. The right thing. Well, that's very rare in this place. Morovia is not attracting people who go about doing the right things in any case. Glad to have you all. Takes up his mug and gives you guys a cheer. You see the stress visibly drain out of this guy. He is clearly under pressure. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Immediately slams the mug back down on the bar, the massive solid wood bar, and gets poured another and starts to slurp that down. Doesn't begin talking to you again until he finishes it. So, uh, since you are all do-gooders, I don't suppose that you'll be able to help a old man, the mayor of the town, when he's in the jam, no? Depends on the task. Well, the abbot has given me one month to acquire a wedding gown for... Uh, well, don't worry about that, but I will need a wedding gown or I'll be killed. New brides are crazy. I didn't know they were that crazy. Oh no, it's most serious. You see, uh, just got to have it. These you know, new brides. That's unfortunately not really our line of work. While I am finely dressed, it is of my order, not necessarily. Well, that was what was giving me hope. You are the most dapper gentleman I have ever seen in Barovia. I appreciate that. I was sure one as dapper as yourself will surely be able to know a seamstress, one capable of making wedding gown. Perhaps, but very far from here. Lucky for us, there is one closer who has wedding gown. In Valaki, the Burgermaster's there. The Burgermaster's? 
the burgomaster's wife, the mistress, not the mistress, his wife. Shit. She has wedding gown. You take wedding gown from her or you bring back here. You do so, it's under seven days, so I keep my head on shoulders, yes. And what do we get in return? Um, that is a long journey. Well, yes, it's uh, any dangerous, any journey in Barovia is going to be a bit dangerous, sure, but... My everlasting gratitude. Look, I'm sure that we'll be able to wrestle up something for you here. In fact, maybe even set up um, uh, one of the open houses for you to live in and provide you with a spot here in our community for you. What do you think, Anthony? Mm. Do you feel like going... It sounds a bit out of our way. Yes, we have much more pressing matters. I apologize. I do not believe you will be able to Acquire your wedding dress. Oh, surely you heroes must reconsider. I mean, I've really got nowhere else to turn, and if this doesn't work, then who knows what. <clears throat> Again, the door slams open, and another figure admits themselves, walking directly through the bar, through your group, up to the mayor. Mayor, I gave you one month to come up with my wedding dress, and where is it? I don't see hide nor hair of this wedding dress. And I'll have you know, if I don't have my wedding dress, I'll have your life. <laughs> A big fat gentleman, huge, six foot six and at least 300 pounds of blubber, waddles through you all and points his fat finger into the mayor's face and starts waving it around right in front of his nose. And another thing, mayor, you've done a shit job of being a mayor of this town. You should be ashamed of yourself. In fact, why don't you come with me right now back to your house so I can fuck your wife just to show you how to do it properly! And he starts grabbing the mare and by the uh, tunic and dragging him out. Kind of uh, dragging him off his feet. He's definitely like dragging him by the uh, knees towards the door. Thump, 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 thump. You watch him drag him down the stairs and down the street. That's I'm going to show you how it's done. You really got to put your back into it. Alright, so that happens. Uh, you guys keep drinking. Not sure the mayor does. <laughs> like, partially amused that such a large fellow was accusing the mayor of being a terrible person.
Right, those lot of living glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Yeah. You know, Quiet resentment. You don't trust those people. Figure. Yeah. You, know, you don't trust those people. The, the big fat people in the small towns. I wouldn't trust them. They're eating too well. Mm-hmm. Pretty sad. Probably, probably it's some position of power. Yeah. Indeed. There's people like that that. Uh, no matter. Well, shall we press on? I believe we have two things currently on our plate. We could either continue to help the Wizards Winery and go and try to retrieve their magic pine cones for their wine, or we can go see about this invitation to Strahd's castle. Hmm. So I'm still trying to get the Not entirely sure about which way to go. Which way to go? I mean, getting the pine cones could help us out short term, but how do we know what all's going to happen with the castle? Well, they will have some sort of confrontation with Strahd, I imagine, in the castle, which might not end very Probably, well. Probably, yes. And I'd rather not go there without some sort of fully laid out plan. To potentially counteract this trap. Well, oh, I suppose we could kill two birds with one stone and send Rictavio to go get the pine cones. Could always do that, yes. Well, frankly, I hardly like our spell for our enemies. <laughs> Sending someone like me overwhelming force at them, well, that's hardly sporting. Exactly. That means it will be a piece of cake and Wizard's Winery will be running on the morrow. Rictavio is visibly beginning to sweat. <laughs> What's the matter? Do you not think you can handle it? Uh, no, I, I, Anthony? I think I think Rutavio can handle himself. I mean, from the story he told about fighting Strahd, seems like they're, they're no match for him. No, clearly not. However, the storybooks are so heavy and laden down with the ink detailing my heroic adventures, I believe it's time to step out of the limelight and allow uh, another adventurer a moment in the sun in the spotlight there. The sunshine, please. I well, really, you can't. Much can't prefer end the story incomplete. No, no, no. I prefer much more to be in a supporting, uh, supporting role in this time around. Something just tells me all those stories are just that. What's that? That, that's ridiculous. How dare you, sir? You strike deeply and wound my honor. Improve yourself and go get the pine cones. I feel like you just nailed Rick Davio's character that I was going for. You just hit him on the head. Mm hmm. 
<laughs> He's just like in the background the whole time, barding it up. Yeah. Various is very intelligent. <laughs> Got an 18. Big old noggin. Putting the pieces together. I think I understand what puzzle this picture And Anthony's also pretty um perceptive. He's got a like seventeen or eighteen in perception. Or in wisdom. Alright, you guys DP were... knows what's going down. Hey, you guys got wisdom and intelligence. You guys got all the the smarts. As you guys discuss things over here in the the hungover horse's head, the another piece of information comes into your mind as you were leaving the Wizards of Wine Winery. Davian gave you a rough idea of where to look for the witch Babalasaga, who has been assaulting the Wizards of Winery, the uh, main force behind Strahd that has been sending out assaults. It seems like her position has been based out of the town of Berez. The most likely point to start looking for the lost pinecone would be there. I'm on this map. It is. It is this line down here that is the dotted line next to the Luna River. I see. It's very small. Yeah. All right. And where is Castle Ravenloft? Castle Ravenloft is this thing, ominously perched over a cliff overlooking the village of Barovia. That's kind of on our way. I suppose we can go do it ourselves. A little bit on the way. This right here is the city of Velaki that overlooks Lake Zarovich. So coming here, grabbing the wedding dress and then retrieving it back to Kresk would be... It'd be backtracking. Mm-hmm. Bookie. Okay. Meow? I need a, I need, I need a town we haven't been to to be where Anthony's from because like I haven't written it down yet because World 20 won't load I just need a town that can get me from any town yeah any town it almost makes sense that you'd be from Berez because after the little backstory backstory moment after the villagers of Berez angered Strahd Back before, back before there was a woman who was known as Irina, there was another incarnation of Tatiana. Immediately, uh, Strahd found her, became obsessed, and started feeding on her. But before he could turn her into a vampire, the burgomaster and the town folks killed the woman putting her beyond the grasp of Strahd. However, he was a little angry about this. So he swelled the river, Luna River, washing down the town of Berez. Ever since, the swamp had crept back in to where the town had once been, 
and only scarecrows are there now. Interesting. Yeah, but like, people live in that town, though. Question. <laughs> no, it's abandoned. It's abandoned. Ah. So I got part of his backstory. Could be. I'm back. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks. What's happening? Uh, wedding dress? Pine cones? Where are we? What's happening? Um, Rictavia's getting pine cones. Yeah. Well, it seems that everyone's volunteered me to go face the Witch Bubble Saga by myself and battle with the foul cast off dark magics and then return like I would successfully and triumphantly with the magic pine cone for the Wizards of Winery Winery. I mean, you say you can. Well, you make it sound so easy. Well, Did you I... have it done eight hours? I mean, if that, I mean, I don't even really think I need a full eight hours. That would mean this would be work, and I assure you this is pleasure. Four... Oh. Ah, four, four, three, four hours? Go, go get the pine cone. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just chill here and wait for you. All right, all right. I'll go all by myself. I don't need anyone else. Here I go. Um, all alone. Uh, all alone. Don't take Sam. Sam stays with me. What? No, no you're not even <laughs> allowing me to have Sam. No, you said you can do it by yourself. It's not even for pleasure. Sam shouldn't be involved in your shenanigans. That's abuse. Um, no, no, you're right. Of course not. No, the, Sam. Sam is the one that makes Sam fight. <laughs> No, he enjoys that. That's part of his nature. Um, but of course, no, Stam, you stay. Here I go. I face the evil horses all by myself. Um, well, uh, get on. No, uh, I'm excited. Here I go. I face the century old witch all alone. Um, oh, uh, well, wish me luck. Um, here I go. I need luck. You can do this easy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, um, he walks out the door, looking back over his shoulder the whole time, just kind of waiting for you guys to stop him, giving you ample opportunity to, to stop him. All right, hide. Barry just kind of, like, mutters that over to Cardius and Anthony. Just, he's probably going to die. Well, I mean, at that point, it would be... I've always Honestly, he's proved he's proved to be resilient so far. He might come back. Perhaps. But part of me knows that needs needs to be done properly, so we should probably go. Can we uh, wait till he dies first? To get ahead. Make it seem like we're not actually gonna go, but then we will end up going later. Oh, you mean you mean like follow him like an hour behind him, like just 
wait an hour and then leave? Yeah, something like that. No, because then he's going to yeah. do something dickish once we get there. Like, oh, I see James White. Oh, are you? Oh, look, he had a question. What was your question? Remember that shield guardian from the Amber Temple? I do remember that. Do I still have that? Probably stayed inside the Amber Temple. Oh, dang, I can't keep it. Well, you can keep it. You just have to designate when you're going to remove it from the temple. You can be like, hey, this thing follows me around uh, out of the temple. Otherwise, it, it most likely would have stayed within the temple, having not inst uh, received uh, instructions to leave. I wanted to take it with me. I think you did say something like that, actually. Shit. All right, since you did designate, you did say, uh, yeah, I'm taking the uh, golem with me. You have it with you. Nice. Is it made of amber? Is it just a regular? Well, it doesn't matter. It's going to I'll say it's made out of amber, but it is a shield golem. They use shield. that stat block. Uh, I was shield guardian. A shield Guardian and a Shield Golem, the same thing? I honestly do not know. The only monster that comes up is Shield Guardian. <laughs> You're right. It's probably a Shield Guardian, then. Because cause, that, that would imply that the Golem is made out of shields. <laughs> like, I should be but it Very high AC. The same stuff. <laughs> AC of 30. Iron Golem that is just shields. It's all shields all the time. Yeah, but the shield guardian seems to have the same stats as what you called the shield golem. Thank you. Yes, uh, 17 AC, 140 hit points. Bound. Yep, yeah, this is it. This is definitely it. Shield guardian is magically bound to an amulet, which you have. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, shield guardian has some cool stuff. Uh, since I'm here, uh, I want to have it save a spell. All right, what spell would you like to save inside the Shield Guardian? Because I got give it the spell. I'm sorry, Cardius, I didn't catch that. What spell is it? Lightning Bolt. Lightning bolt, yep, we got you. That's good spell to store. And while we're here doing magic stuff, as you guys relax enjoying some cheap wine in the hungover horses head in, Guardias, you take the moment, feeling a spark of inspiration, you take out some scrolls and with a flourish of your wrist and some ink sending it flying, you create three more spell scrolls. Please write down in your inventory the three spell scrolls as follows. Permanency, reincarnate, and magic jar. Hey. Reincarnate and 
Permanency, Reincarnate, and Magic Jar. I'm finally in! Yeah! Oh, yeah. Congratulations! Nice. It only took me... Forever. An hour, an hour and five minutes. So that Texas infrastructure, you gotta love it. We wouldn't have this problem if we had you. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, this blame getting thrown at me? Hold on now. Let's knock that right. off. No, no, we can blame Wookie. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm getting tickled. Wait, no, don't blame me. Oh, <laughs> uh, Shit, it's Mickey, run! It's gonna copyright everything. Oh, oh, I drop a lawsuit on your ass! Oh. Did you, did you see? Did you see they tried to copyright um Dia de los Muertos after they made Coco? Cool, that's ooh, that's shameless. Oh, oh. Yeah. What's the <laughs> Was that Cardio's? Oh, no. All right, yeah, so you guys pass a pleasant moment, regain your strength, and catch a little buzz here at the hungover horse's head. Discussing your options, you guys can head east, making your way over to Berez, trying to recover the pine cone for Davian and the Mardikoff family, or continue on heading to Ray Castle Ravenloft. For the 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 I'm sorry, Guardius, you cut out for us a little bit, or at least me. Oh, yeah. For hmm. for when the spell can be cast. So, can I make the prerequisite that it has to be something that ends? hit points or more to it. What's the bell you're talking about? Uh, lightning bolt. What requirement does lightning bolt have? I know, for the guardian. When you store a spell, you have to give it um, a set of circumstances before it can cast a spell. I see. Let me go ahead and read this. When commanded to do so by the wearer or when the situation arises that was predefined by the spellcaster, the guardian cast the stored spell with a new parameter set by the original caster. So I believe you would set the parameters for when the shield guardian would cast lightning bolt, or you could just command it to cast lightning bolt. When the predefined thing happens, I, I have to make it, you know, do this when this happens. I believe you. What is the prerequisite you tell the shield guardian? If anything does more than 10 damage to it. Zap it. Yep. Got it. Right, so don't hit the shield guardian. <laughs> Not even by accident. Mm -hmm. I accidentally tripped and you filled something that did at least 10 damage. Wild. It's like a third rail, just walking with your group. 
Oh, big. We'll wait like two hours and start making our way to the area to get the pine cones back. Understood. got that sound effect first and then tried to play it instead of trying to find it right now fuck it all right yeah you guys headed out of the bar mm-hmm. coming out of the bar you hear a familiar tink 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 you see an old woman pushing a cart full of delicious smelling meat pies down the road oh it's martha You watch as Martha Stewart goes up to a house with a couple of meat pies, hands them inside, walks back to the cart, just going down the line. Can I wave at her? You do so. She immediately catches, you catch her eye, and she waves back with a huge smile on her face. Very enthusiastic. Oh, it's going to run over to her. Oh, my goodness. It's so good to see you, Guardians. How are you? Thank you so much. I have appreciated watching your stories so very much. You're wonderful. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, it's very nice to see you as well. Party's going to, like, show off the extra pair of wings he got. I saw your trip to the Amber Temple was most fascinating. I haven't been up there for years. Oh, it's so good to see that Xantha still up there being a big goof. Oh, my. Although my compatriots didn't partake in the gifts as I did. Not everyone's intelligent. I mean, come now, you see all these people around you, a bunch of wastes of air and resources. Cardius is just gonna nod his head and be like, yes, yes, that is how it is. Very proud, very good of you. Gain all the powers that you can. I'm telling you, Barovia has maybe not the best veneer, but has many things to offer. People really underestimate this place. I've seen. At this point, she goes up to another door and uh, taking her clipboard out, just bangs on the door. I know you're in there. You give me your firstborn agreement, says. After a moment, the uh, door opens up with a tearful, crying woman, like a mom clutching onto her only son as it's ripped away by Morgantha and stuffed into a cage on her cart. I'll see you next week. God, you're being such a baby. The woman continues to cry. As you're doing business with you, I'll be back. Her day is going to look at her with disgust. Not the, not the lady, we love her. The one crying about her firstborn. Oh, 
I know. People have no self-respect anymore. Honestly. Pulling the moon really needs to pull themselves together. Jeez, her husband's a really useless piece of shit. She could have gotten herself out of this situation better. Honestly, she's she's the only one to blame. Yep. yep. Meanwhile, all this conversation is going on. Various is kind of standing down the street, casually watching for a little while, and then he sees her take the child and stuff it into a cage and just kind of nods, casually slipping his bow out, fighting some to cause it to bleed and running across the wood as it starts to spark with electricity. I'll do this again. Come on, we've got Anthony Anthony's gonna sneak over to the to the cart and just gonna like remove the bolts from the wheel of the cart, you know, just like kinda like stealing lug nuts off a car. Just kinda like pull the Oh my god. Boom, she has a business. So from about a hundred <laughs> feet away, Farius is just going to pull the string back, aim, and just take a few shots. Yep, alright, I'm going to say this is going to be a four initiative. You go ahead and open up fire, and this businesswoman, this respectable member of the community, is midway through a sentence. You. Yes, I will be able to. I think I will be able to double profits this month, and maybe even expand to another part. Bro, twenty-five to hit. It's like that Lord of the Rings scene where that orc just gets right through the back of the throat. Uh, did she die? I doubt it. Although the sunbow hurt. Wait, she's a special witch. Her stat blocks in the back here. Mm, special. Oh no, she's just a regular night hag. That's right. That's right. Oh. <laughs> 25 radiant damage and 6 lightning damage from those two shots. Oh wow. So both those are going to hit. And how much damage did you say? 25 radiant and 6 lightning. Doesn't look like she has resistances to either of those. Yeah, so you see her just light up and get electrocuted a little bit. Jesus Christ, I'm under attack! Oh, no! She can move to the ethereal plane, right? Yeah, she's about to. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to suggest that to her. No, no, I, I'm going to. I, thank you. You're such a good, strong young man you are. I I will. I'm just hamming it up a little bit. I like dramatics. I'm very sorry that they're being so misunderstanding. You know, I did try to talk. It's, it's so hard to get through to themselves. But these people brought it upon Well, Also, uh, because I hit her with my crimson right... I'm going to add my brand of castigation. So I always know where she is. What? Well, that is an interesting development. Yeah, what is? Brand of castigation. I'll say that you... Cardius, watch as this sign that you've seen before... 
Varius and his magics and his blood magics, you watch it carve itself into the night hag's flesh as she grins up at you. I guess negotiations isn't for everyone, and it seems like we've just moved past talking. Till no. next time, Cardius. No. I could have used my bonus action. I would like to let's see the strange Ah, never mind. I'm not I'd like to stay behind a little bit so I can fix that. I'm sorry, Cardius, what was that? Before she attempts to walk away, um, can I tell her to stay behind the ethereal plane a bit so get rid of the mark? Interesting. So she uh, shifting into the ethereal plane. You watch her shimmer and begin to retreat, and going into the ethereal plane after her, she's surprised as you chase give chase and seeing that you are trying to help her and remove the symbol she stops and allows you to do so would the spell magic work on this yeah, it is magical no. effect, right mm-hmm. yeah you cast the spell magic and the old oh. hag grins and the smile cracks open to get, revealing huge crooked teeth what level are you casting it at? Mm, what level would I need to cast this at? Brand of Castigation is a fifth level spell. It's half of my. So half the level of the spell? Half the level of my Blood Hunter, which would be four. Oh, so two. That's a... I can. Oh yeah. A fourth level automatically ends the effects of a spell target spells for less than That is correct. Cool. So that's gone. The night hag grinning back at you through these crooked teeth. Gives you a squeeze on the shoulder and says, Alright. I'll allow Farius to live this one last time. But frankly, two transgressions against me is something that no other living creature has been allowed to get away with. So please, go back and tell your wolfy furry friend that if he fucks with my business one more time, I will bury him. Yes, I will try to get back to the skull, but I may have to use a bit more convincing. Frankly, I thought haunting his nightmares for nights on end, refusing his health to regenerate, was persuasion enough. No, oh, no, I'm not sure he knew where that came from. You know, it's about making a statement, really. Well, try and come up with something more terrible, my goodness. Well, you have a safe journey home. I'm sorry, your business guy. No, no problem. I am expecting... I expect like these do-gooders to get in my way on occasion. You have a great day. Say hi to your sister, son. Of course. Have a lovely day. Oh, God. So comforting to know that not all of the newer generations are such scallywags. The so long. Bye-bye. Gonna step out of the uh, ethereal plane. Dust himself. <sighs> He's just going to glare at Farius. Farius is glaring back. And with this inter-party conflict, 
Some members of the party trying to protect the innocent Barovian children. Others trying to protect other party members from being immediately driven insane. We're going to take a five minute break. I think it's funny that the werewolf and the devil are like, don't like each other, and the Astamar is just completely chill. <laughs> yeah, wait just a minute. <laughs> you guys should be. Die. See, Farius didn't have a problem with Cardius at first, and then the night hag came around, and <laughs> things started to tip. <laughs> Escalated. Oh, I told you to leave her alone. I don't ask much of you, but the moment it comes to her, you're like, oh no, no, she's Listen, my only problem with her is that she's running a legitimate business. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the way Barovia works. It's not, you don't do that. <laughs> that is interesting. You guys have example of both communism and capitalism in this game. Weird. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I like capitalism. I just don't like it whenever they win. I don't like it whenever the big capitalists win. I like, I like small capitalism. Same. <laughs> and mutual aid. You have examples of a lot of different mutual aid. No, I'm, I'm just going to start coming up with different... Of... <laughs> yeah, right. Who would have thought Curse of Strahd would lead to so many <laughs> governing parties and yeah, right. different yeah. methods of... <laughs> oh, yeah, right, of, like, um, constructing society. I'm going to have you guys meet some, like, anarcho-capitalists coming up. <laughs> Get wild. Arachno-capitalists? Yep, spider-capitalists. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because I activated my right and I forgot to. It's not fire anymore? Nope. I got fire and lightning. Oh, cool. Fancy. Man, Anthony's got a very high initiative now. <laughs> You're cutting in and out. Oh no. Not you. Oh. Cardius. Oh yeah, yeah, you've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Why does no one tell yeah. me until after to bring this up more often? I think it's funny. <laughs> it is interesting to see that it's not Anthony. Yeah, hold up. Anthony's got a plus nine to initiative. Nice. And I can't be surprised or some other things. How did you take the alert feat? I did. It's a good feat. It is. And they don't get a and they don't get advantage if I can't see them. That's a, that's pretty good. Yeah. Means no rogues can hurt you. Alert, right. sentinel, and Alert, Sentinel, and Tough are like my go to feats. Yeah. I tend to bounce around, but I also I also like using fighting initiative, fighting fighting initiate, and eldritch adept. Those are two. Those are also two good feats. I took eldritch adept and magic initiate, or no, I took magic initiate and uh, meta magic adept. I, I like um I like taking fighting initiate and then taking blind blind um sight. Yeah. Because that was added in Tasha's, they get ten feet of blind uh, blind sight. 
Yeah, it's really useful. Especially with your human fighter, that's a that's a that's an ability you want with a human fighter. Yeah. Definitely. I had it with a uh, custom lizard folk fighter whose main weapon was a shield. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm currently playing a um, a paladin on another server, a furbolg paladin of vengeance. Nice. I took, I took the fit, I took the um, what is it, the sentinel feet, and I'm gonna take the fighting initiate blind sense one. Mm -hmm. So I can just fuck shit up, like. Yeah. My current other character is a druid cleric. War cleric specifically. And it's pretty fun. Uh, I, I always give um I, I always give my casters the tough feet. Because mm -hmm. I dump con all the time. Ah. So I have this um changeling aberrant mind sorcerer mm -hmm. who has like a nineteen in charisma being like level five. Okay. Um, other stats are pretty good. Dex is real high, but, um, recently got, um, Elven Chain. Yeah. So I can have an armor class higher than 13. Yeah. Uh, that, that just... campaign that I'm playing in, they're a little overpowered. So I have a 22 in Wisdom. So it's mm. about pretty high. And then I have this item that we, uh, because this campaign that we're currently playing is a, a continuation of the world from a previous campaign we played. And so uh, we created in the previous campaign an item called the Band of the Plains. And with this band, I'm it so gives excited. a bunch of stuff. It gives plus four to all combat rolls. Oh, so, Nasty. Yeah. Disgusting. So, like, saving throws, <laughs> initiative, attack rolls. Just anything... Pet. Anything involved in combat, like once yeah. initiatives roll, just anything. Anything. Oh. Yeah, it's nasty. And then it also that makes the that make, a plus that two makes, to any ability score of your choice. Um, it allows you to that, have telepathy anywhere through planar travel. Uh, uh, no I was hoping for that that item. That item's like. It makes the player in me happy, but makes the dungeon master just full of hatred. Yeah. Uh, like I, afraid. it also makes a little chiming sound whenever you transition between planes. And then also, because there were four of us, we had four of these bands. And uh, while attuned to the band, you can teleport to another wearer of the band. Oh, that's so useful. Even if they're on a different plane. Like, I'm, I'm making them. Um, I have this homebrew campaign, and just like every magic item I'm giving my players is gonna have a slight drawback to it, just because um, like in this world, magic's new. Magic just showed up for some unknown reason, <laughs> and climate change. So, kind of. <laughs> I mean. Oh, no. There's a blizzard in the desert, so there that might be a problem. 
Ooh. That's weird. Hmm. It's probably not going to mm, Yeah. It, it might affect the drop population. Yeah, um, what's interesting about my character, my new character in the second campaign having this band, is that the three main villains still have their copy of the band. So if they ever find out that she has one... <laughs> show up, oh god. Yeah. We barely managed to kill one of them. Uh, a lot of effort through one get, get really high stealth to teleport them and just teleport to them and then just kind of like steal things around them <laughs> be a mild inconvenience yeah god like, damn it where's my cup <laughs> when they drop silverware on the floor just take it yeah take it and leave yeah. we managed to kill one of them by having one of our rogue drink ace potion of storm giant strength and then bash them with a tree that'll work yeah ah you went Dwayne the Rock Johnson on him <laughs> yeah that's great anyway is that the rundown anyway you're right anyway you guys walking down the main thoroughfare the city's odd you see that it's built into this hill giving it some kind of tactical advantage on anyone trying to storm up over the parapet and then again towards the abbey, offering it a second level of defense. And it's past this abbey that you walk towards the main gate and looking over the giant stone walls rising up to the belfry. Various, you see someone up there, familiar wood elf looking down at you. You blink, and then blink again in disbelief, but you're sure of it. That is Romare. Um, they're in the bell tower? Correct. In the bell tower of the abbey. Um, Ferris is going to kind of split off from the party to go convene with them. Understood. So, Anthony, at this point, you see returning from uh, a poof of blue, wavy, wispy energy. Cardius reemerges from the ethereal plane back into the city. And... Uh, one of the children is like starting to beat against the cage um, and cry. But that's, oh, yeah, what <laughs> that's what we're going to leave you to as Farius. How are you getting into the Abbey? Is it blocked off? You make your way up a steep hill and find that there is a wall around the Abbey. It seems like this Abbey is fortified to offer a second layer of defense if anyone is able to break through the first initial wooden parapet. Alright. How tall is it? You'd say it's about scalable height. Okay. 20 feet. Alright. I will attempt to scale it using my initial eight feet of jump height. 
think you'd better that you walk around the building and find an entryway. It's uh, unguarded. But as soon as you enter, you do notice that there are some people inside here. You head past the 15-foot-high tall curtain wall that joins the two abbeys, and behind its battlements, you uh, walk by two guards that stand atop. A little obscured by fog, and you walk right by them, seem to be snoozing, taking catnaps. Yeah, you find yourself inside of the walls of the abbey. I'm going to try and put your token down, which I can't seem to do. I'll just copy and paste it from on this page. Yeah, that's where you are. And Romare was where? You see that this abbey has two stories, and up on the second story is a belfry. It was up in one of those windows of the belfry that you saw Romare. Right. There he is. He's going to start heading there, looking around at all the strange people as he passes, wondering what they're doing here. You look around at these people, and you see that people would be... Well, of course they're people, but they're not humans. Or at least, not entirely human. As you walk through the abbey, you notice that each individual here has been spliced with some kind of animal part. You see... Cat tails, dog ears, you see a lot of different cute stuff. But no one, no one pays you any particular mind as you walk through the abbey. Everyone seems to be working at different various tasks. Some are hoeing the fields, gardening, while others are doing some basic masonry. to get to the Belfry. Right. Heading inside, you step into an inner courtyard where everyone here seems to be in a less great state. You walk past cages stacked three, four high in some cases, and everyone inside of these cages is compressed and compacted not given enough room to move, but as you look within and try and meet some of the eyes of the per of the people caged within, all you see is madness. Some of the beasts howl, others scratch and chitter. All of them seem to be some 
horrible abominations where the alterations that were made to them didn't have an entirely positive effect. Oh dear. Well, you walk right by him and upstairs. Mm. And here you find Romare looking out of one of the windows of the bell tower. He continues to gaze almost serenely out over this city. This being one of the few places where the sun is actually touching the ground. Somehow, modicum of protection from Strahd is afforded to the residents here. And he seems to be taking all this in as he looks out and down over the city of Kresk. Various will just kind of walk up beside him and look out as well. Saying nothing for the moment. It's good to see you, Farius. We're worried about you. And why is that? Like to keep track on all the pack. Make sure everyone's all right. Of course. Achieve my mission. Yeah. They're all right, but I suspect you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't, damn it. I suspect you wouldn't expect to see me if, uh, something wasn't awry. Indeed. It is worrisome that you have left our territory. Well, I might as well not bury the lead. Zok has been captured. By whom? We figured we thought we were safe. We were still in the edges of the mist. We didn't think that we were within Strahd's territory, but before we know what happened, mist had overtaken us in the pack far bigger than ours. Well, they overwhelmed us, and they took Krosk with them. I don't know if he's still alive, but... Well, I figured we'd round up everyone and give it a best shot. If we get it with all our numbers, then at least Krosk could have a chance to come back. I agree. What of, uh, religion? He's here. He's scouting. We have plans to rendezvous in a few days. Hopefully he'll found the location of Zok by then. Hopefully. Do we have a plan to... Or is it just round everyone up? Siege. Well, we got stage one complete. Now I'm fixing you are here. Stage mm -hmm. two? Get guns. Guns. 
You son of a bitch. I'm in. And as you two turn to go, you feel a presence behind you. Looking backwards, you see a haloed in a radiant energy, the abbot, looking down and muttering to himself. Oh, didn't get me the trash and these people are working with the mayor. No, don't allow them to leave. No one leaves. No one leaves. They provide me with raw material for my experiments. Yes, someone as dapper as this will make me a beautiful abomination. Uh, you know this guy? Romare turns to you, Farius, and we're gonna cut scene back over to. We're gonna cut scene back over to uh, Cardius and Anthony. Can I grab the cage? Grab the what? Cage. Oh yeah, you grab the cage, sure. And uh, is there just one child? You lift up like the the siding, like the tarp placed over the wagon and you see there are eight children all stacked up on top of each other there's three layers of kids and grab the other four yep you do so and as you start ripping these kids out of the cages kids in cages you hear the bells of the tower just start going nuts Damage? Wait, 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 you're attacking the kids? What's happening? No, the bell do any damage. Uh, well, they give you a little bit of a headache with their with your infernal nature, but no, they don't do any damage. Then it is not of my can. Anthony, glancing up towards the tower, you do see Farius engaged in some kind of combat. They they pick up uh, they pick up Farius over their head like a wrestler and throw him into the bell, and it goes bong. Uh, how, how far away is, is the is the church? Is the bell tower? How how far away is it? As the crow flies, a couple hundred feet, but there's a couple walls in the way. Walls are no concern to me. <laughs> Fuck with your wall, bro. You Anthony runs shit. over there. <laughs> Anthony does some parkour moves. Jumps from wall to wall all the way over there. Yeah, I'll say you know Anthony, how they do in those? They can handle it themselves. Yeah, no, this is totally fine. This definitely isn't a fight that I purposefully overtuned. Definitely no. Great, then I have no reason to worry. Exactly, that's why I didn't say anything. Yeah, so I'll leave. <laughs> okay, here's Adderwolf, there's Anthony. There are the two hellhounds. Oh, thank you. Hellhounds parkour up there as well 
then I will need the other tokens that I prepared. You watch as the Albert's form ripples and shimmers with radiant energy and then fades into an angelic bead. White feathery wings burst out of his back as you watch this radiant bean emerge. I can't handle radiant damage. Good call. Yep, no, better stay out of it. Man, if only someone here was resistant to radiant damage, like me. Hmm. Man, Asimar overpowered in this setting. Resistant to the Krokin radiant. Nah, I'll leave it to you guys. Alright, let's get some initiative going. Alright. Part of me loves the robot voice when people are cutting out, so when their voice begins to sound weird. I almost don't want to say anything, I'll just be like, oh yeah, no, 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 it's cool. Sounds neat. Oh wait, there's only three, my bad. Okay, so... And on various. Oh, come on, nice. All right, we're having the hellhounds go on one. I'm to ignore the second hole. On twelve, got it. Anthony, you will be going first in the initiative, so you yes. immediately see these fleshy abominations crawl their way out of the floor as an angelic bead radiates towards you. What do you do? Well, I'm going to shoot them a bunch with my crossbow. Pew, 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 pew. So, I got to roll on this. The Abbot is a large, my, overweight man turned into a female angel. I know I have a female token, but it is actually a male diva. Deva. Not sure how to say that. Okay. Gotcha. The only... Just a femboy. Turned into a femboy. <laughs> yeah, he's a femur. Yeah, you can't quite tell. No, uh, the only transparent token they had was a female angel. So, so that was easy. It's a femboy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not asexual. It's um not hermaphroditic. It's um. Oh, God, what was that one anime I was watching? I think it was Anjin, where, like, everyone's a clone, and then they don't decide which gender they're going to be until they fall in love with someone, and then their body 
automatically chooses the other gender. So it's a bunch of asexual, uh, no gender people running around falling in love with each other. Interesting. You watch some interesting anime, yeah. That's I've never heard of that. Look, that one caught me off guard, all right? I'm as much as for hermaphrodites as the next dude, but keep it to frogs. That's what I say. <laughs> Why are you guys in a fight with the abbot anyway? Isn't that supposed to be like a lawful good type thing? We've already established we don't care about any. <laughs> we have a strict moral code. Nobody knows what it is. <laughs> but it's consistent my guess is that um, the abbot isn't an actual demon, rather a self-created one based on other things that were so is it the abbot or a abbot this gentleman has been in the town of Koresk for hundreds of years and is known simply as the abbot So that last, the death roll is on the bonus action from crossbow expert. All right, who are we shooting here? The the, the angel. So you're going straight first. through. All right, I like it. Three straight through the flesh columns. You hook some shots around shooter style. Twenty two and the eighteen are gonna hit. All right. Stage clear. Mm. So nine and five. Yep. All right, I've got the damage. And Anthony's gonna. And Anthony's gonna. Move. Right there. Fuck him up. Got it. Right in front of the flesh golem. That looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck him up. I'm gonna fuck shit up. That's the end of turn. Cool. That's gonna bring it to out of Wolf's turn. Alright. Um Adder Wolf is just going to move up next to Anthony and then bite. Alright, give me a bite attack. 
Check out the back tactics. Back tactics, 25. It's a crit. Nice, net 20. Double. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely hits. Double up them dice. 15 and needs to make a strength save. Is 15 doubled? Or what? Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, this guy's strong. This guy's strong. Uh, what size creature is he? The flesh golems are medium constructs. No. Yeah. No, no, they're, it's like Frankenstein kind of size guy. These guys are a lot bigger in the uh, tokens, but no. Yeah, okay. Strength is plus a four. That's an 11 to save. That fails. Eight is now prone. All right, proned. I would be the southern one. Oh, thank you. Yep, 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 der. Oops, and then that's going to be the Flesh Golem's turn. He is going to stand. Then he's going to take a swipe at both Anthony and at Wolf. Plus seven to hit. It's going to be a 19 and a 20. One is aimed at Adwolf. Adwolf is getting the 20. That hits. Adwolf takes 12 plus 4, 16 to Adwolf. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit Anthony with a 19. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's hit. That's hit. Hit a Gizar. 17 points of damage to you, sir. 17. 17. Hellhounds. their fire breath. Jesus Christ. So, two deck saves from the one directly. Actually. I'll allow it. It's so close. Yeah. So, from the flesh column and the... What kind of save is that? Dex? I think one of the de one of the flesh golems is somehow going to lumber out of the way with a negative one. It's going to be a 16. That saves. And then a 20 for the Deva. So half damage to one of the flesh golems and the Deva, but full on the other. Uh, I think I only have one because it's a cone. Yeah, they would kind of have to be in the wall to catch both of the flesh golems. You're right. Yeah. All right. Just barely missing. So it's a failure for a flesh golem and then a success for the diva. Diva? Well, the save is only 12, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I still rolled the one. Ah, gotcha. 
and that's uh where'd this guy come cute. from i made you a token oh that's way better and more accurate Well, this one's not even as good res. Get out of here, you. <coughs> All right, now we're in business. All right. Um, so, yeah, let's roll up some damage for the Flesh Golem as well as the Deva, please. Well, now you're calling it a Deva, is it? I don't know what it is. I worship no gods except for money. So you had them each roll twice, correct? There's two I did not. Thank you. Breath. You're right. Do those second rolls. Uh, both save on the second one. So, yeah. so one failure for the flesh golem, and then two successes for the diva, and then one success for the flesh golem. Yeah. For the first fire breath, it'll be 25. So 25 to the one that failed, and then after that would be 12, 12 damage half. Yep. And then I've got 25 on the flesh golem. And then here's the second fire breath 23 half to 11. 23 down to 11. Thank you. Then 11 on this flesh golem. All right, I've got the damage. That's their turn. Powerful hellhounds. Spit and fire. Farius' turn. Farius is going to back up all the way over here. still drawn and electrified from earlier. He's going to take two shots at one at each of the above. No, he's going to aim at the abominations next to the hellhounds. Understood. 25 and 19. Both hit. The seven lightning and twenty-two radiant. All right, I've got the damage. And then bonus action, Farius is going to go into hybrid form. Wow! Transforms into hybrid form. And that was going to be the Deva's action. Deva is going to go ahead and take a step over here, place a hand on the flesh golem, and you watch as the muscles and sinew weave together and bind back into their original, well, their uh, second original, their post-mod, post-factory form. Oh dear, these aren't normal golems. I do the... Do these abominations count as undead? Constructs, it seems. Okay. Oh, 
constructs cannot be healed by normal means. Usually. Necrotech. Yeah, but this is a flesh golem. Let it slide. I'm sure that the one that made them knows how to heal them. I see what you're saying. Uh, the golem does have an immutable form, so any spell or effect that would alter its form, even like a healing spell, that's getting iffy. But I want to try this uh, combat combo, so we're gonna we're just gonna go with it. Well, I was more so mentioning that uh, healing spells specifically say they do not affect constructs or undead. Ah, but this is not a spell. Correct. Oops. Where did Romare go? Did he just take off? He is in the uh, initiative order. He is waiting his turn. Gotcha. Bouncing on the balls of his feet, waiting for an opportunity to attack. He didn't have a token, so... You're right. He does not. Shit. Oh, God. Nope. Oh, is that Anthony? Ooh, cut out. That's going to be the end of the Davis turn. This flesh golem over here take its turn. Make a couple slamming attacks against the hellhounds. I think those are going to hit. Yeah. Alright, so it's going to be 15 damage to each. I'm sorry? One to each. One to each, 15 damage to each one, please. And then I would need... I'm going to use uh, the Firefox logo here as uh, Romare's token. Alright. He is going to come up I'm gonna try and gauge with uh, this slush golem here on the left and take a couple, take an attack on him. The what up has become a bird. It'll happen. One of those is gonna hit. Let's roll. Alright, this slush golem takes a few more hits. That's going to bring it back to the top. Anthony, your turn. Um, down below, uh, you guys are making a huge racket. And at this point, Cardius, you look up and like one of the bells has been ejected uh, out of the belfry. Guys, I see, I think they need any help up there. They seem to be under attack. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is he here? He got the pine cones. Does he have the pine 
<laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Shit, I gotta use one of the other characters in your group. Other characters. Do you think they he's, need any assistance up there? Man, come so bonded with <laughs> I'm Vilnius. I. Vil you remember Vilnius? I met you in the Amber Temple. Oh yeah, the one I stole it. Ah, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, what you can do for me? I'm going to put the kids in the ethereal plane, stack them up, and move him oh to the area where they would be. Yeah, like, stay here. <laughs> I feel a little uncomfortable with what we're doing, but okay. Doctor, stop her. Sorry. I'm gonna bring the golem. Well, I guess it's not a golem. This is the guardian with me. Mm -hmm. Can I see the toad while I'm down here? What do you want to do with the toad while you're down there? Yeah, can I just summon it while I'm down here so I don't have to summon it up there? Of course. Yeah. Just going to hop on top of that, have it leap up to the tower, like just have the golem. I keep calling it a golem. Uh, going to call him Steve. Going to have Steve follow us. Steve the Golem turns and starts following you as you boing bounce up two stories into the air through the Belfry's window and crash into the scene of chaos. There are two flesh golems and a deva, and it is just a whirlwind of activity, and you are now up in the business. Hell yeah. Dramatic. Like, enforcements have arrived. Oh, that's so cool! I refuse to get hit, though, so. Naturally, of course. Um, there's still. I have no idea why his token looks that big, but okay. <laughs> I took off the grid lines off this map, I think. <laughs> Uh, so, you good That one's supposed to be big. That's fine. Yeah, naturally, we're just going to go ahead and put you right into initiative order right now. Say so you used your movement, but you have an attack. Well, can I roll uh, for everything? Sure. Can I roll for my armada? Sure, I'd like to roll for my army. Army roll. So all of your reinforcements have indeed arrived. Uh, just uh, hellhounds and giant toads and uh, 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 infernal de uh, devils just start raining through the windows. I'll go ahead and let you uh, roll some attacks and choose your targets, please. 
Anthony? Ah, yes. Going on. You oh, guys yeah, are. Turn right. Yeah, yeah. You guys are fighting flesh demons and an angel. What do you do? Ah, uh, let me see. Yeah. Let's see what I can do again. Anthony's gonna slice the um, flesh golem in front of him. Yeah. Yep. Couple smacks on the flesh golem, roll him up. What's nice about beating a flesh golem is that they have low AC. That's going to hit. Yeah, you just beat that meat. Just smash that that meat stick. Yeah. You like gonna... Hit it with his hands and an arm strike. I got to make sure that's all right, go ahead and roll your unarmed strike. 14 and the 23 hit. Ten is going to hit, too. Roll up all the damage for all three attacks, please. Oh. Oh. Yeah, low AC. Various. Yes. I always get nervous about when it designates um, in a spell like oh this creature is not affected by spells because I have trouble delineating between abilities and spells mm. yeah I'm not smart enough to tell them apart spells, abilities, same but different hmm? yeah it's really complicated hey. Is it, or am Wookie, I just? I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna mm -hmm. need a con save. Con I'm save. I'm gonna need a con save from that flesh golem. Con save. Yeah, give me a con. Uh, he's rolling low. That's not a good roll. Nine. No. They are. Hey, hey. Yeah. He's stunned until the end of my next turn. He's he's absolutely stunned. Yeah. He's stunned until the end of my next turn. Yeah. Got it. Stunned yeah, until that's... your next turn. Jeez. All right. I've got it. I've got the damage. That's the end. Yeah. 19, 28 damage on this month. Damn. 
hit him hard for fucking Mike. Jesus, he's rolling well. See, where it differentiates between spells and abilities is generally spells indicate in them that they don't affect uh, constructs and undead. Interesting. And if it doesn't have that, then it'll go through. See, I do, I do have a, um, a small problem, such as um, with some race abilities and anti-magic stones, or anti-magic shield or whatever. Because, like, it's just kind of hard to differentiate between. I don't want to completely take every one and have another race be blah. Yeah. I'm hearing you, man. Like, like, changeling? Right. Everything about a changeling is gone. It, when they enter an anti-magic zone. So you're saying that their changeling abilities are magical and prop? Oh, okay. Changeling's form cannot I be mean, uh, removed with anti-magic. What? What? Yeah. Wait, what? What's that? Okay, hold on. So a changeling's form is magical, but is unaffected by an anti-magic circle? <laughs> this is more bullshit. It's hard to say that it's magical yeah. because it's a kind of physical attribute as the same as a, a werewolf change from a humanoid uh, okay. to a werewolf. That makes sense. Yeah, they're shape changing. But the, way way, to, uh, the way I ruled it, but I kind of ruled it as you can hold the form without magic. It's the kind of the changing of the shape that's magic. So mm. like when they entered an anti-magic field, whatever form they were in, they're stuck until they leave, which I, I think was fair. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Guess it all depends if how magical your shapeshifting is. I mean, my man, my shapeshifting is pretty magical. It's very heavily dependent on the see, dark see. energies of hell. Yeah. See, see there, the magical thing, uh, um, plus 11 they had to descend so yeah 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 so yeah. depends on the dm they, they rolled they rolled a 31 they rolled a 31 for deception that wolf's turn that wolf's gonna bite the golem jump a jump 22 hits. Is he, uh, he got up immediately. Yeah. Net 20. Yeah, he's not knocked proud. Yeah, this Battle flesh golem is right after Adderwolf. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate. Yep, no, if he got knocked down and then everyone took his hits on the flesh golem, it'd be a little different, but... Alright, mm -hmm. I've got the damage for the flesh golem. Starting to look hurt. A little scuffed up. He's got some scrapes and bruises. Hellhound's turn. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. Flesh Golem's turn. Then the Hellhound's. Derp. Swing at Anthony and at a wolf. And those are bad rules. Fuck. 
some dumb, dumb. Uh, uh, Anthony, it's going to be a nine. Nine, yeah, that. Nine, that and then a twelve misses, on yeah. Adderwolf. Misses. Big dumb lumbering piece of fleshy golem crap, Hellhound's turn. Let's go ahead and roll a couple d6. Hey, one came back. Fire rep. Yeah. Oh, like roll that six. Yeah, it's actually recharges on a five or a six, which is really nice. It's fucking good, man. It really is. We got this just for a little smoky breath. It's like. Yeah. So the one that got the fire breath back is going to use it again. Two more deck saves from the Golem and the Deva, and the other is going to Bake of Chomp. A 13 from the Golem, and I think it's a 16 from the Deva? Oh, no, he's got plus four. Uh, 19 for the Deva. And they both pass, so they'll take half damage. And then this is for the Chomp, 22. Hits. That'd be seven piercing and 10 points of fire. And then 10 more fire damage from half. Yeah. They succeeded. That's good damage, I think. This guy almost dead yet? He's got to be getting close. Ooh. Flesh Gum's starting to wobble. Romero's gonna do some some wood elf shit. He's gonna do some Legolas knife buttering butter knife. Oh, oh, shit, that's not a very good attack. Butterfly knife. He's trying to get so too fancy. Yeah, he's taking his butterfly knife. He's whipping it all around. He's not just, really doing a lot of damage. Cause a butter knife, and a butterfly knife are two completely different things. You're wondering if that butterfly knife has been sharpened in a while. It's looking pretty dull. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> doesn't do too much. Uh, Cardius, you're right. Well, it looks the most hurt. Oh, I skipped Farius' turn. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, at this point, the flesh golem on the far right. This fellow looks... Uh, by far the most damage. Uh, let's go ahead and circle back and do Farius's turn, and then we'll do... Um, we'll finish off with one final turn from Cardius, and then we'll end in mid-combat this week. Because um, this is a, a cantankerous fight, and it's not going to be able to gotten through in one or even two more rounds of combat. Right. Two shots from the sunbow. Both hit. And then gonna bonus action use the metamagic quicken spell. I'm scared. Blast. Eldritch Blast. There it is. 17 and 14. Both those hit. Wow.
Okay, let's add up all of this damage. I've got it right. already. And I've got 59. Uh, um, take out eight points of lightning. I've got 51. Because <laughs> that shouldn't have been added to the Eldritch Blast. As uh, some lightning sparkle force damage, what is this Jedi magic you use in here? That'd be cool, but no. Unlimited power! I got the 51 damage on the flesh golem, and this is on the flesh golem on the, uh, on the right here? Correct. I'll say that... Um, the first two attacks will finish him off, so I'll allow you to cast your Eldritch Blasts at different targets. Okay. Um, I'll move him to the Deva. That'll be 19 force damage. Got it. A wise choice. Oh. Got it. Alright, I've got the damage. Man, I was just all... Why did I skip half the initiative order? I'm out of my mind. Cardios, let's do your turn, and then, um, yeah, we'll wrap up there. Cool, yeah. Uh, who looks the least hurt? The Deva. Actually, the Flesh Golem. Nope, 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 never mind. The Deva. Cool. Uh... Gonna do something... Probably good. I'm going to take out one of my spell scrolls Ooh. and cast Chain Lightning. What spell was that? DC 17. Please. Chain Lightning. Oh dear. Two nat ones. Why do the dice gods <laughs> hate me? Yeah, so 44 lightning. This flesh golem seizes and begins to shudder uncontrollably and then explodes into a million fleshy chunks all over the wall. Wild. Can I use my movement to fly up? Yeah. My, my max amount of movement. Oh, wow. That hurts so much. Um, yeah, you oh, fly. You able to finish it in one more round? <laughs> I might have smoked too soon. Um, immediately, you guys watch this lightning blue energy rocket through... The corpse of the original Flesh Deva over to the other Flesh Corpse, turning it to a corpse, and then over to the Deva, who immediately sizzles with smoke and then falls to his knees. Oh, wait, he can fly. He can touch me. Oh, I say you have been some of the most rude guests I've ever entertained. Bring my rabbit in my life. And at that, he is going to fly up, touch you with a little bit of radiant energy, Cardus, and then duck out one of the belfry windows and fly off. 
Why am I the one who gets hit? Um, it was more just like a high five, but it was extremely spicy because it was a high five of radiant energy. Immediately, the entire hand just burns. <laughs> you were the one that attacked us first. Yes, I was. I set up this <laughs> fight and I didn't really have a way to shoehorn it into this campaign. I'm sorry. <laughs> Flies away. How fast are you flying? <laughs> Too fast for this session. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. How fast? How fast? How fast? Range, man. How fast? Come on. Fair enough. Uh, 40 feet. Quick, someone. Uh, six seconds? Are you oh. ready? So how far did he get away? Anthony runs faster than that. Uh, Quick, somebody that... cast haste on it. Anthony goes for You guys are gonna get this guy. Oh, back no. man trying to turn me my, into a goat. He going back. My my base walking speed is fifty feet. God. I'm fifth. I have 150 Fuck. feet of range. 600 disadvantage. So as this Deva weakly tries to fly away, looking out, thinking it's fine, it's it's good, it's in the clear. A shirtless monk lands directly on its back, making him crash into the ground. And as Anthony leaps and backflips off of him in a perfect somersault. A rain of death and blows just rains down on this diva and immediately turns him into a black Whatever. bloody puddle. What it takes to be the number two warrior of the world. Wild. That's the end of the abbot. Cinematic hell. I know to figure out what to do with all of the things downstairs. Cardaeus is going to slip back into the ethereal plane and go back to what he was doing with the children. What are you doing with those children? <laughs> Wait a minute. Be lucky you're going into the ethereal plane and there wasn't 